0: She started thinking of it as selfish to go after her dreams while he was pursuing his. She felt it was the wrong time while the kids needed her so much. She pushed her dreams off for so long that one day she never even thought about them anymore. So long that one day she believed her only dream was the life she was living. A life lived for others as a mother, wife, employee, sister, friend. She was me. So what about you? What about your dreams and my dreams? Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Blessing in Divorce. I am so grateful to be allowed into your headset and day today. My name is Elizabeth and I'm the host of this podcast and the owner and founder of The Separation Club, which is the club you never wanted to be part of, but the best club to be in if you're going through separation and divorce. Here we talk about how to heal, move forward, and find love if you're so inclined. Also, motherhood through divorce, finding yourself, and creating the life you deserve. Our tools are community, sisterhood, honesty, vulnerability, spirituality, and coaching, and that's when we aren't talking to our experts. I'm also a divorced mother of four adult sons, remarried, and a stepmom to three. So we will be talking about everything that goes with all of that here. If you are recently separated, thinking of separating, divorcing, or even beyond your divorce, but still feeling it, then this is the podcast for you. Living our dream life. What does that even mean? And does anyone, except for the rich and famous, really do live their dream life? And who says that they do anyway? I mean, money doesn't buy happiness, does it? It doesn't buy health. It doesn't buy true love. It just buys you a lot of beautiful things and probably some really fun experiences. But maybe it's because we have so little belief in a dream life and that it's available to us, maybe that's why we so rarely pursue it. I think it has a lot to do with that we never really define it. We take on other people's dreams and goals that we should have, like buying a house, getting married, having kids, a career, etc. We're taking on dreams and goals that were given to us by our parents, by teachers, by society, by our friends, and eventually by ourselves. We tell ourselves that that is all we want. And when we have it, we tell ourselves that we have everything we want. And so we're happy, right? But are we? And then something catastrophic happens, like a job loss, a death, or a divorce. And the divorce is catastrophic because all the things that you've placed value on, and that you have thought of as fulfilling your dream, suddenly is no more. And that can really turn things on their head, which is why I want to have this conversation with you today, because so many come out of a divorce thinking, I will never be happy again because I'll never have exactly what I had before when I thought I was happy or when I was happy. There are so many ways to be happy, and there are so many different people we can be happy alongside. Mostly, we need to find happiness within us, and that's what I want to talk to you about today. When I was still in my um, first marriage, I really knew very little about all of the things that I talked to you about here on The Blessing and Divorce. I had never done any learning around mindset or to understand what it means to go within and to find happiness in myself, to practice self-love, to take time for me. I didn't really know what that meant beyond going to the gym and getting a workout in and otherwise serving my family. So as I said to you before, in many ways, I was happy. I had all the things that I had planned to have. And I I felt blessed. And um, yeah, I told myself I had everything I wanted. And so I guess in some ways I lied to myself about being happy, and I'm not sure why. I'm not sure that I know that I did lie about it. Um, I told myself that I was happy, I told others as well that I was happy, uh, even when I knew I wasn't. Like There were definitely times where I would say to people, oh, I got such a great marriage, I'm so happy, and I knew I was lying, but I just did it anyway because I sort of felt like if I said it, then it became true. I had everything my parents had wanted for me, everything others said that they wanted, and yes, in many ways, I was very happy. While being a mom was a really big part of my dream and a privilege that I am forever grateful for, it is not a forever job, nor is is it a forever purpose. I mean, it's a forever job and there were always moms, but the day-to-day mumming ends at some point. And I think that's really why it hit me so hard when they all left home. I realize now that I was likely probably a bit depressed, to be honest with you, but mostly I felt really heartbroken because the very sort of cause, purpose, and the loves of my life had left to go on living their life and their dreams. And they were doing exactly what I had raised them to do, of course, being independent and exploring and and heading out there in the world. But I realized I was left kind of holding an empty bucket, if you will. There was just Suddenly, what was my purpose? Everything that made me happy was no longer. My marriage, my children weren't home. Um, so I realized that was really the big moment when I realized I needed to, yet again, as I had done after my divorce, I had to find happiness within myself and find a new sort of path in life that was going to bring me what I what I wanted, make me feel happy, feel joyful, and so on. So... Um, Then I had to I had to go back to what I had learned when I divorced their father and I had to learn to focus on myself, my dreams and my happiness. And I did this fully and passionately and without damaging my children, of course. And I say that because I know it can be so hard as moms to prioritize our own happiness when we feel like we constantly have to drop everything for our children, whether they are little or adults, by the way. One of the things that I had to learn to do was to not always pick up the phone and talk for an hour during my workday. I run a business and it became so disruptive and there were so many interruptions, which is lovely, but I could always call them back later. Right. So I had to learn to do that. We tell ourselves that it's selfish to pursue our happiness because our kids need us, for example. The truth is, that this is ah, a bit of an excuse. Mm -hmm. It's born, I believe, born out of fear. Our children, they actually need and want us to be happy, and we can teach them to pursue their dreams by going after our own. So I did. Some bumps along the way, like the nest emptying and then back on track to my big, hairy, audacious goal and dream to host a retreat for women, to connect them with themselves, their healing, their self-love, and yes, her dreams. And yes, this had been a dream of mine for probably, oh, when the kids left home, I'm going to say, well, a long time, five to seven years. It actually took me 10 years to make this a reality. I tried three times. Um, First, it was just a thought. Then I actually tried it for about three years, three times, and I failed. It just never happened. I booked facilities, I advertised, and no one even had any interest. And then I spent five years watching my dream up on the high shelf. I literally said to myself at some point, this is not the right time for me to do this, this retreat, so I'm going to put it on the shelf. I had a coach actually myself at the time, and that's what I said to him. I'm putting it on the shelf. It is not gone. I'm not giving up on it, but I'm just I will pull it back down when I'm ready. And that actually happened um, when I started running them in my own home. And it was during this very first retreat here in my lake house in September of 2021, under the new moon in Virgo, which I'm a Virgo sun, by the way, I planted another dream. I planted that dream in a new way. I wanted to run retreats in Costa Rica. 18 months later, under the full moon in Virgo in March of 2023, my big, hairy, audacious goal manifested as I sat down with 13 gorgeous women, deserving women, and guided them through the first Rising Moon Sisters retreat in Costa Rica. I literally cried as I shared this moment of manifestation with them all, and explained how, through connection to Gaia and connection to myself, to um, pursuing or uh, rather seeking a more spiritual path, that had allowed me to develop this dream, had been what brought me to this place. Um, I, I can honestly say that is through the support of all these nature-based practices that really created the environment within me to pursue this and to do so successfully. We have to know that we are not just supported alone, like by ourselves. When I say I had to turn inward and find my own happiness, yes, but there are so many tools and so many avenues and there's so much energy for that purpose around us through Mother Earth, through the moon, um, that all help us create this reality for ourselves, whatever that is for you. And here's the bottom line. I, I relentlessly pursued this dream, really, and I manifested it into reality. And the thing is, if I can do it, you can do it. And that has always been my, my mantra here with you, same with my divorce. If I can get through it and heal and be happy and joyful and, and get remarried and, and all of those things, well, then you can as well, because it is my birthright, just like it's yours to, to find that place within yourself and then to nurture it so that it can grow and blossom and become a reality. I know that running these retreats is a big part of my purpose and my service here in this human experience on earth here with you. I know it was always meant to be. I just had to learn to believe, and I continue you know, to, to seek that and to not give in to fear. That is so easily done. So let me ask you, What is the dream that you seek, the dream that's in your heart, that you know you want, that you're almost afraid to think about? What is that thing that you keep telling yourself you want, but you probably will never have? Because we right away go to that negative narrative. What is it that you want to do or create or know or love or be or explore or see In this lifetime, what is the thing you haven't done, but you always talk about? And even if you don't talk about it out loud, you know you talk about it with yourself. It probably starts with, if only. If only I had more money. If only I knew how, or wasn't so shy. If only I was smarter, quicker, better, more or less. If only. Well, then I would have my dream, right? But what if the only reason you don't have it is because you stopped believing in it and stopped asking for it and stopped going for it? That's probably closer to the truth. Not because it isn't possible. You stopped believing that it was possible. What if the only reason you don't have your dream is because you let fear, doubt, and other limiting beliefs... Get in the way. Remember what I said if I can, you can. As this episode airs, it is 19 days until I leave for Costa Rica to spend almost six weeks there. This particular dream of being there longer was born while I was there last year before I hosted the first retreat. I had been there for three days. There is something about Costa Rica, if you haven't been there, I don't know how to explain it, but it is a an incredibly healing place. It has an incredible energy about it. I'd been there for three days and I looked at Glenn and I said, you know what, I need to spend time here next year. And that was that. I will be honest, I'm a little bit apprehensive. I've never been away from home that long. Um, Never been on my own for that long. So it'll be, you know, a little bit different, but I know it'll be wonderful as well. And you know what? It is okay to get a little homesick while I'm down there. Mostly, I'm just really excited and looking forward to this opportunity to, to grow and learn as I live out another dream once again. Because once again, I'm going to let go of fear. So, how do we create our dream life? Let me take you through some steps. You know me, I've always got some steps for you. So, if you need to get out a piece of paper or anything like that, you go get it now. Number one get clear on what your dream is. And this can often be the hardest step because it truly is a prerequisite for any further steps and work. Plus, if you're not used to asking yourself what you want and need, then this can feel challenging for sure. So I suggest you start with a 50 wants list. Now you might've heard me talk about it before and anyone who's listening to this and has worked with me as their coach, is going to be giggling and rolling her eyes because they know this exercise well and they also know it isn't as easy as it sounds. And for those of you who have done this before and there's there's nothing wrong in doing it again. So anyway, I want you to write down on a piece of paper, 50 things that you want. 50, not 20, not 25, not 10, not fifteen, not 40, 50, five zero. It can be anything. Things, services, trips, experiences, courses, money, people into your life or out of your life. It could be be things like I want a massage therapist who comes to my home three times a week. I want a personal trainer who comes to my house X number of times a week. I want a chef. I want to fly first class when I travel. I want a Gucci purse. I want, I don't know, whatever it is. I just want you to flex your I want muscle is one that we rarely use because we're always focused on what everybody else wants and what everybody else needs. This is about you. I want these things to be unimportant, important, frivolous, irrational. It doesn't matter. There is no label. It's just a list of 50 things that when you write them down, you go, yeah, that would be cool. I'd love to have that. Those are the things that I want you to write down. I don't want you to think about that you're being too materialistic or anything. Do not think. Just write down 50 things that you want. Like I said, we're building and flexing our I want muscle. Um, A great place to do this is in your joy journal, of course, and use the back pages for that, the extra notes. That'd be a great place to write this down. Now take that list and place a check mark next to the things you already have or in the process of achieving or having, and then pick one of the things that you've already started and decide to finish it, whatever that may be. You might realize when you write these things down that I kind of already am working towards that. Great. Finish it. Okay. Now this part um, gets recorded under dreams in the joy journal. So what's coming now? I want you to take the rest of the list and pick the one thing that would give you the most pleasure or the most joy today and write it down. So you're going to find that one of those 50 things and you're going to write this thing down under dreams and desires in your joy journal. Then write down, it can be underneath it or it can be again back into your notes, one thing you need or that has to happen for you to have that. So you've got your thing that you want, now you're writing down something that needs to be put in place or happen or something you need to have for that to happen. Just can just be one thing. It could be several things. You can write down as many things as you want, but write down at least one thing. And then write down one thing you can start doing to get a little bit closer to making that thing a reality. (coughs) And yes, I am still on number one. These are just sub things to do. The important thing here is to choose something that you don't know how to get. It has to feel like a stretch, a little scary, perhaps, because you don't really know how to do it, but also kind of exhilarating, like think roller coaster kind of feeling, because if you choose something that you know how to do, like, oh, I I need a new car, I want a new car, but you already bought new cars before and you know how to do that and you know you're already going to get a car. That's not a stretch. That is a goal. And that's the thing that needs to happen that you want to have happen. But I want you to think big, big, hairy, audacious goals. It's a bag. B-H-A-G. Okay. That's what I want you to think about. All right. Number two. Now look at the th- why you chose the particular thing that you chose off your list. So you are now on your dreams and desires page in your journal. What will... It give you or how will you feel when you have this dream or this thing or this whatever it is that you've written down? Why did you choose it? How will you feel when you have or are living this dream? Write this down under the dreams and desires in the joy journal. So for example, um, I want adventure. And then underneath, you might write down what that means. Like um You maybe want to go on a hike on a mountain somewhere, so maybe write down the name of the mountain. It'll feel exhilarating and exciting and fun. Like Just write down some of those kinds of words. Number three, now you're getting a lot closer to writing down, uh, sorry, now you're getting a lot closer to your dream. So we're going to write down some affirmations that confirm the receiving of this dream um, this, this life or this feeling of having it all. So for example, and this, again, this can go in your journal in your regular journaling pages, like under your daily pages, it can go in your notes, it can go under your dreams and desires, wherever you want to put it. But these affirmations could, for example, be like, I would suggest you write down four or five. I am successful in all that I do. And my business is thriving as I work towards financial freedom. That's one example. Another one. Everything is working out for me now that I know exactly what I want. The universe always provides and I am listening. So now you've written down your affirmations. Number four, pay attention to what the universe is providing or showing you. When we really start putting some emotions and excitement and words into our dreams, opportunities start knocking. Things, synchronicities, little nudges start to happen. Random phone calls, random people come into your life. Suddenly you meet someone you haven't seen in ages. There's a reason for all of those things. Pay attention. Start saying yes to things that come your way in a random sort of a way. To, like I said, opportunities, people, experiences. Do not ignore these signs and do not let fear win. It might mean hiring a coach or taking a course or doing something that costs money that you feel afraid of spending, maybe because of the divorce you're going through, maybe because you've been putting all your money into a lawyer, or maybe just because it just feels really hard to spend money and to justify spending money on yourself. So ask yourself this, and it's a really important question. What would a person who has your dream be choosing to do right now? What would their decision be? Really think about that. What would the person who has everything you want, what would that person do in this moment? What would they decide? What would they choose? What would they do, right? And then do that, okay? So it basically is about taking action. You hire the coach, you buy the book, you take the course, you go to the workshop, you book the retreat, you set aside the time, you schedule something in, Um. You know, what do these people who have your dream, your goal, what do they do every day? Start doing that every day. What do they say when opportunity comes knocking? Do not let fear and old programming from other people hold you back. Number five, believe in yourself and your dream. Talk about it. Tell everyone. Don't ask their opinions. That's not what I'm talking about. Just tell everyone, tell everyone what you're doing. Talk about it as though it has already happened. Like it's just a given that of course this will become reality. Use words like when this happens, not if it happens. As soon as I booked the Costa Rica retreat for 2023, so for last year, which by the way, scared the absolute crap out of me because I hadn't been there before, I hadn't done this before, but I did it. But as soon as I did it, I started saying to people, I'm an international retreat leader. Well, I wasn't really yet. I'd only run them here in my house. But I had booked one and that's who I want to be. And then that is who I am, right? Okay, number six, last point. The last and most wonderful step is receiving your dream. And when you do, it's important to notice and recognize your success. So one of the mistakes that we tend to make when we set goals is we don't really write down what success looks like. And that's why I had you write down earlier, you know, why you choose it and how you'll feel when you have it and what kind of thing, what kind of uh, choices are you making when you live in your dream? Because when you actually achieve your dream, and this happens to a lot of people, they don't even necessarily notice that they have because they never really put down what does success look like? What does manifesting my dream look like. So make sure that you have a clear vision, and you can use your vision pages for that in your joy journal, by the way, of what success or what achieving your dream looks like. Have a visual of it, have a knowledge of what it's going to feel like, and when you're there, recognize that you're there. Be able to say to yourself, I'm here, set in place plans or dates when you will check in with yourself to see how you're doing, and then once you've reached your goal, make sure you celebrate. Don't downplay it, don't push it away. celebrate be be big about it. shine brightly. let everybody know you reached your goal. Tell the whole world, tell everyone they'll be so happy for you. they'll cheer you on. We will cheer you on. make sure. You are grateful and appreciative of what you have created for yourself. You can ride on that high for a long time. And that's the perfect time to build on your dream by creating a new one. So those are my six steps for becoming clear on your dream and starting to create this dream for yourself. So let me ask you this. As this episode airs, like I said earlier, it is about six and a half weeks until my 2024 retreat starts in Costa Rica. The retreat has changed the lives of 13 women that I shared the dream with last year. Many of them are returning because this is an experience that they felt they had to have more than once, just like me. In fact, I've already booked it for 2025 as well. So let me ask you, is this the year that you say yes to yourself, and join us in creating your dream life. I used to think that in order to reach our goals and live an abundant life, I first of all had to make a lot of money. And while that's a nice goal, for sure, I have learned that it is what happens inside us that really creates the joy and the satisfaction. So when we work on our dream life, it's important to spend time in meditation, for example, to clear out the noise and clear doubt away. And we do that when we're together at the retreat. We breathe mindfully to remember that with every new breath, there is new life and new opportunity. Breath is life. Connecting with our breath connects us with our very essence and our presence here. Breathing the life force of Costa Rica into your body, into your lungs, will wake up something in you that you might not even know that was there. We dance to create and inspire and feel what happens to us when we allow ourselves to have fun and feel pleasure in our body and let go, not be in any way inhibited in our movements. Our sacred dance was probably the most impactful event of the whole week we were together. So of course we're doing it again. We spend time together. I think you know the power of women when it comes to healing and love and support. When women gather, lives change. That is one thing I know. There is creation and the most powerful energy of all, and that's love, of course. So much love and sisterhood, friendship and support. We also connect with our bodies through yoga, movement, and pranayama, which is breathwork. And last but not least, We are on the sacred lands of Costa Rica, sacred because, like I said earlier, the energy there is something that I cannot put into words. We are embraced by the sun and the jungle around us, we're elevated and encouraged by the tides of the Pacific Ocean, and we are held by the Grandmother Moon looking over us. It is our connection and our oneness that is felt so strongly, and it is this that we take home with us in our hearts. It is this that changes us, and it is this that brings our dreams to us, and it is this that brings us back again and again. So I invite you to join our Rising Moon Sisters Retreat in Costa Rica in March 2nd to 9th of this year. There's only one question. Are you ready to live your dream life? Are you ready to receive all that is available to you? Are you ready for everything that you've ever wanted? I'm ready for you to have it, I'm ready for me to have it and I will see you there my friend. I love you big time, really really big time and I wish you the most beautiful day as you get clear on your dreams, how you're going to get there and of course booking a trip to Costa Rica if that's what feels right for you. So. I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for being here with me today. It was really fun to share my dreams with you.